your bitch. I mean, who would wanna hide this? I will never, ever, 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 ever be your side chick. I put the All right, who's hating me today? Because I can't, there we go. Somebody's hating me today. My music is not right. First of I, all, heard, every, I heard every word. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> first, first of all, I set it to record. I press um, start your space, and now it's telling me that it's live, right? And I, 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 this I do. This is our technically 10th week, and so I know what I'm pressing. But for some reason, you know. Elon doing his thing. I guess maybe he needs to hire some more people. But so much to unpack. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to keep DMing because that link that's out there, um, you know, I think I put a correction on it, told him the link was dead, so maybe um, a few people rejoined. But if not, it's okay. It's recorded and it's uploaded to the podcast. I try to do that within 48 hours. So there's a lot to unpack this week. Thank you very much, Alex, for joining us. Super excited to get more into you and your project, Jack in the Box, and, of course, Rebel Music. The goddess herself, um, Jess Vixen, right, is going to be joining us, and, and we'll kick it off with her. But, you know, um, it's been a great week. It's been a great weekend. Um, it's been absolutely phenomenal, nonstop, with ideas, creativity, and connection, and making and making those connections that can advance the narrative of there are more good actors in Web3 than there are bad. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and life is about balance. Um, and I always like to set the space right with music, so it kind of kind of threw me off a little bit. That knowing exactly what I pushed, I'll make sure the space is recorded, and then had to drop that link and start over again. But that's okay. I'm 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 a roll with the flow. I'm gonna do that reset, and um, we'll get it off we'll get it off started right. That you know, I'm a big fan of Lauren Hill. Um, she's a strong, powerful voice in in music, um, in the community. 
Um, and I really wanted, this is one of her songs that, that don't get played a lot. Um, and it just won't play for me. I don't know what's going on with my Apple Music today. You tend to think for $33 a month, I could get something to play right. See if I could bring it back up. How you doing otherwise, Carmen? Girl, I'm awake. So it's already starting off on That's a good note. A That's saying a lot. <laughs> yes. Oh. That's saying a lot. All right, here we go. Here we go. I think this is the one. Or is it? It better be, because it's going to piss me off if it ain't. There it is. Oh, just get out of the 
change reality. The system is a joke. Oh, you'd be smart to save your soul. Oh, and escape this mind control. You spend your life a sacrifice to a system for the dead. Oh, are you sure where's the passion in this living? Are you sure it's God you're serving? Obligated to a system. Getting less than you're deserving. Who made up these schools? I say. Who made up these rules? I say. Animal conditioning. Or just to keep us as a slave. Or just get out of this social purgatory. Just get out of these traditions are alive. Just get out. I just I had to lead with that because all week long I've been really struggling with myself and my stance and uh, that I take in this space and trying to be the best version of me, which is always going to be a daily struggle for all of us that are interested in doing that. Right. Um, you can't stand on the sidelines anymore. Um, there is a balance to everything. There's a season for everything. And whatever that passion is for you, whatever that purpose is for you, whatever that light bulb goes off for you, it's time to stop standing by on the sidelines and watching everybody else achieve their goals. And, and, and this is interesting because I've never thought that I would be afraid to put my ideas out there, that I would be afraid to put myself out there. I have chosen the path that I'm on, and that's a luxury Right. Now, many of us can do that. Chosen the path that I'm on um, and coming back and having the experience that I did in Web3 and making the great relationships and connections that I did. I truly believe this is my passion and my purpose, that I've found my tribe and I'm happy. But there was some tone deaf things um, on that panel in that space that I observed. Um, and I feel like we need to do things differently. And as a consequence, do I sit on the sideline? I'll wait for someone else to do it differently, or do I step out my comfort zone and do it differently, right? So it's been an interesting, interesting journey for me this entire week. Um, and sometimes you, you get something in the middle of your head, you know, an idea stuck in your brain, um, and and you share it with your your circle of influence. Um, and somebody says, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I, I I could dig that. I could see that happening. And you get a sense of validation. And when you go outside of your circle. And people say, wow, yeah, I'm in. But but can I tell you some more? No, I'm in, right? It kind of gives you that validation. And I say all of this before I start this space for these two very unique individuals with Rebel Music and what they're doing. And with Alex, I was very, very fortunate to have a conversation with Alex who, who, who as a person just says, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it my way. And that's what I absolutely love about him. Him being his true authentic self stepping up saying this is the way I want it done this is my vision and I'm going to do what it takes to get it there and the same for this amazing amazing female goes by Jess Vixen 
You know, she's another Caribbean queen. I'm going to give up that love for her. But these are the two amazing people we have on the panel today. And I just think it couldn't come at a better time when we're looking at a new year coming in, when we're at that stage mentally where we're struggling, right? Uh, we're struggling. Are we staying in this space? Because, because man, it is, it is a grind. Are we staying are we going? Are we giving up on our passion? So it's always nice to get that cup refilled, um, get that energy renewed when you're you're just at your last and somebody steps up and say, hey, you know what? I, I got you. I'm with you. Right. So that's my journey this week. That's my journey for the past two, two three weeks. I don't know if you want to jump in and add anything there, Carmen, before we dive in. Girl, I am ready to dive in because I've been looking forward to meeting these two people. I've seen Rebel Music always come in and support us on our previous um, episodes. And then I'm going to be meeting Alex for the first time. So let's get the show on the road. Let's go. Let's go. Who's behind Rebel Music today? It is I. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get into it. Let's go with you. What's going on? What was your journey this past week? Oh, my journey this past week was jumping in your space. This is this is one of the things. Um, two days ago, I jumped in your space, and we had a good conversation about mindful wellness. And yesterday, I took that day and just did me for the day. And it was I I, I jumped in and did some Web three stuff. But your words resonated when I woke up yesterday morning, and I was like, nope, I uh, mistress. I'm like, all right. I'm taking this time. And yesterday was the day that I just, I woosahed, basically. I woosahed for the day and did me. I took those couple minutes and just did me. I love that. I wish I would have taken the same advice. That was the problem in the confession session that I had on that show. So, Mistress Tamara might wake up and call in sick. Or call in me. <laughs> you, you absolutely <laughs> call can. Call in on me. Yeah, uh, well, you scheduled me for a meeting on Saturdays, and you know I have this new rule. I do nothing on, on, on the weekends, but, oh, but I'm no. going to let it slide this week. I'm going to let it slide I this know. week. We love her. Um, we love her. <laughs> um, I will tell you, though, Vixen, um, that's a great reminder, right? Uh, uh, I've said it before, that the best way you can show others you care is by being selfish. Um, this space takes so much out of you, um, and if you're a person that's just – curious outside of, of being in the space to make profit, but just just watching these communities grow, watching these people build day in and day out, giving the best part of themselves to you, complete strangers. Um, you got to find a way to refill that cup, right? You've got to be able to put down the devices, step away, whether it's family, whether it's going hanging out with a buddy. I read a lot. That's my reset. I read a lot. And yesterday after my meetings, I said I was going to watch Christmas movies all day. Didn't happen. Ended up in a meeting for, for almost two to three hours again right after that. Um, but I got five minutes of the Christmas movie in, right? Um, and that kind of refilled my cup. So it's important that we take that step back and, you know, kind of embrace us for a moment before we push forward to embrace others, right? Um, I love that you brought that up. I, I, I can tell you your journey well, I can't tell you, but I can't say for me since having met you and, and you and I um, speaking, your journey in crypto is definitely an interesting one. Um, yeah, you're a weirdo, Vixen. <laughs> I definitely weirdo. am. Yeah, before everybody got into it, you know, you're a weirdo. You you know how you know how we do from the Caribbean. That no, 
No, you, you go, you, you're either a nurse or a doctor. <laughs> you know this. Nurse or doctor, right, in school. That's it. What do you mean, crypto? No. Does that pay you? Do you get a regular paycheck? Do you get benefits? No. What are you doing? Right? So I'd love to hear from your perspective when you got in this space outside of an investor, you said, you know what? I'm actually going to be part of a project, right? I, I, I want to know what the mom and dad and the family have to say about it because I, I, oh I, my I, I guess. Oh, I did that. I actually was um, a dental assistant in hospitals in New York City for years. I went and did the, you know, the medical side of things. I went back to school and became a chef. Like I did the schooling and I did the, you know, in the hospitals, but my heart wasn't in it. Like the passion and the, the cooking. Yes, I love cooking, but my heart was not working in hospitals. It wasn't that. I still love my education because I'm a lifelong learner. I, I love learning every day. It's like, I'm, it's a sponge, but I just, you know, being in the hospitals for 10 years, it just wasn't what I love to do. And, you know, the good thing with my Caribbean parents, which is a little odd they my father supports me a hundred percent like he knew about this project i i sat down with him and i talked to him about rebel music and i talked and he knows rebel himself also for years so i sat down and i spoke to him and i laid out the plans and i showed him the white paper and i showed him everything and i'm like this is what i want to do and he was just like i'm here i'm here to support you a hundred percent so that's the difference you know the my parents were not traditional Caribbean parents, maybe my mom, but not my dad. Um, and he has always been there to support me a hundred percent in everything that I do. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Um, before my mom passed, my son was the one that, that got me into crypto and had I listened, I'd be a, I'd be a Bitcoin billion millionaire right now. Right. Um, <laughs> which he frequently reminds me. Um, and, and for her, it was like, it's so interesting now that 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 I that I kind of got a got a handle on my grief. I'm not I'm I'm not through my grief. I got a handle on it. I can go back to conversations we've had. Um and and at that time I, I was just grinding, I'll be honest. I was just grinding because I was so unhappy with so many things that it was easier for me to just do the grind because the more I did the grind the less I thought. And you know being neurodivergent, that's all you do is think, right? Um, and, and, and I recalled a conversation early on this week where she said, you know, until you find your passion and your purpose, you're not going to be happy. So I feel in a way, finding my home to web three full time, um, she would 100% approve and support, right? Um, that support system, um, your circle of influence is so important harnessing that that positive energy and that reinforcement of your ideas and and your and your your roadmap to growth is so important so outside of your parents what other support system do you have in place because being a parent which i know you are being a wife being 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 a mother um those are roles that take up 99.99 percent of your time right um, how do you refill that cup to keep grinding in the space and still be so positive? I look for your post every single morning because it's something positive. 
I, I like positivity. I live by positivity. Okay? I think positivity, you know, I thrive on positivity. And the support comes in, you know, the support comes in the forms of like, my husband is always there. He does the IRL job. He takes care of that. And I'm here doing my Web3 and things. And he knows how much passion that I, I have for this space. And the friends that I've made here, like, they're so genuine. I mean, just amazing people in this space. Like no place right here that that no place Joy. She is one of my favorite people in this space, and she just you know it, it's it's conversations. And if she doesn't hear from me for a couple of days, she texts me. You okay, love? You okay? <laughs> you okay, sweets? And you know it's it's the it's the support that you get in this space that's just been it it, it helps me thrive. So so much it really does help me thrive so much in this space it's it's the support that you get here also i love that i love that so you're sitting down you lay the roadmap out for rebel music for your dad and he says i support you right um what what was the creation of that like from from just being an investor to saying i'm gonna i'm 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 gonna own my own i'm gonna put this together um and well, I'll let you talk about your co-founder. So music is just something I live by day in, day out. I wake up to music in the morning. That's my alarm clock. My alarm is actually music. And I've always loved music. It, it, it does everything for me from waking to sleeping to everything. Um, Rebel, I met... I don't remember. I was working for a company called Trini Junga Juice as a photographer, and he was a DJ back in 2008, 2009, and we met there. And then we lost contact because my husband joined the military in 2010, and we moved away. I moved away from Queens, New York, and I moved to North Carolina. And then Rebel joined the military in 2014, and my husband, we all got stationed, all of us, a whole bunch of Caribbean people in Colorado. And we reconnected and I became best friends with Rebel's wife. And this is back in 2014. I wasn't even in crypto at the time. And we just stayed friends. We, you know, we became family at that point. And I always knew his passion for his music. And he has the same passion for music like I do. He, he loves what he does. This is, you know, this is his life. And he, we, I think last year or the year before when I got into crypto through Doge, I started to just, you know, learn as much as I could of anything that was coming in. I was just sucking it in and started to help on other projects. I got brought into um, a Solana project as a community manager. I got brought into a bunch of ETH projects as community manager and helping them run those projects and learning as much as I could. And then going to Rebel last year and telling him, hey, you know, music NFTs are going to be, you know, the next thing. Like, you need to kind of look into it. And he said, yeah, he's been looking into it. And he he messaged me and he was like, hey, how do I get this Tory Lanez uh, NFT? And I, I, you know, walked him through the process. And I'm like, this is something you can do with your music, not taking away from what you're doing in the studio, but adding to it, adding to the brand and you know, I'm here to help you. And we started to lay the foundation last year, September for Rebel Music NFT and started talking. And I told him, I said, let's build a strong foundation. Let's not rush anything. Let's not, you know, this is something that we're looking for, for generational things, for our children that's coming. You know, this is something we need to build for something that can just take off in the future. And we we just continued and 
I think at the beginning of this year, as we were, you know, I did the Discord for him, you know, we built everything together. At the beginning of this year, he started to like, we throw songs to me and I heard One Time Love, which is our Genesis song. I heard One Time Love and I told him, I was like, that's the song. That is the song that we need to launch with. And because it was just, it was just the whole vibe. It was just everything about that song. Like the, the lore of the song itself. Um, you know, she's a music artist and she is coming off a stage and she's walking down and she, her eyes grab to this guy and they just, you know, jump on her bike and she's the one driving cause she's in control. That's what the song is about. Women empowerment. And She's just like, you know, I don't have time for love. I, you know, I, I don't have time. I'm always busy. And as the night progresses, she falls in love with him and the roles reverse. And you can see that, you know, throughout the song as it's the, the lore comes through. It's just, you know, it was just an amazing song. And I heard it and I was like, yep, that's it. And when we did the art, you know, we, we got, I told him, I said, let's get artists. Cause he had artists that does his cover stuff. And I'm like, let's get artists within web three. So we grabbed people within web three. So even our, our, our team is international. We have our animator in Spain. We have our, one of our artists that's in Europe. We have another artist that's in Africa. So everyone was web three and everyone was just all over the world. So it was, almost like an international, you know, coming together and getting everybody together. And that's one of the things I love about this space. We're just everywhere. We're not just in one space. We're just everywhere. And I thought that was important to get everyone together and make sure that they were in Web3 to support them also. I think that's a key part to success, right? Um, being able to blend the two. Um, it's such a new space. Um, we hear it all the time. People are pioneering. Um and so it, 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 it sometimes can be difficult to bridge that web two into web three um, and understanding that you do need someone with experience in the space. Um, just because they were doing the cover art for his album, man, if you've ever sat down with an NFT artist, <laughs> yo, that's some serious work. That's, that's some serious, serious work. And then when you're building it into a storyline, which is what I miss about today's music, and today's music has its place, right? Um, but, you know, growing up with music, there was always a story behind it. There was always a reason for the inspiration of it. Um, and you don't see a lot of that in today's music. In today's music, a lot of it is, is shilling. Let's be honest. Um, you know, they're shilling something. They're shilling a brand. And so you kind of miss the passion uh, and the creation process of why, you know, you were inspired to write that song. And that's one of the things that I absolutely loved about your project was that there was this whole lore behind it. There's this whole story. There's a love story behind that song that's impactful, right? No, absolutely. It definitely is. It's 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 an amazing song. Like I completely loved it. And you said, you know, pioneers in this, uh, this morning, um, Rebel sent me, I pinned it to the top, this article that was written by Soka Records, which is a Caribbean based media company, talking about music NFTs and actually highlighting at the bottom, you know, ahead of the curve thus far, Soka music industry over the past few years, have seen classic fresco bar and rebel music NFT each put out an NFT, a sure signal of more to come. And that like made my day when I saw that article this morning. I was just like, you know what? We we got to bring it, everyone together, but to, to bring our Caribbean people in, let's go, you know? 
Well, being from the Caribbean, you know, that's that's <laughs> that that's our lifeblood, right? Um, our struggle is is a little bit different than the people of color in America, but the but but the struggle was still the same. Um, and for us, it was music. It was finding that pathway to express ourselves in in ways that we couldn't before. Soca music, Soca Monarch particularly, was a political statement about the government. Um, That's how we were able to express our dissatisfaction um, that people were born there, right? Um, So it's very much ingrained in our history. And seeing it coming to the blockchain, I am super excited to see more of it. I just I I have a passion for music. You're right. Music is what set the tone for me. Um, Before I get into a public space, I have to have the right music playing. I have to to set the right mood because I think it's important when you're speaking on any platform or you're within any space where you're connecting with others that you bring the right energy. And music just kind of helps me do that. Sets the right frequency. Absolutely. It definitely makes my day. It, music is something that makes my day completely. Like I, I was on a video chat earlier with a friend of mine and he's in the space and I'm like, oh, you got to hear their song. It's a new song I found. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, it's dope. Him and his little son is there jamming with me while I'm like on video chat. I love it. So we're going to get a little sample. Oh, definitely. Yes. Uh, Let me pull it up. Give me one second. It is here. As I look for this file. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're interested in the project, you absolutely can click on their banner. Um, Their link is in their bio. Um, but much more than that, this is your opportunity to, to to talk to founders themselves. It's one of the things that we do very differently here. It's not a show space. Um, 80% buy into the team, 20% buy into the product. Um, and, and that's what is done differently in this space. You get an opportunity to inquire directly to who the team is. Um, that's an important part for me personally of my investment strategy. I got to know who I'm giving my money to. Right. And so in this space, um, in Queens of Crypto space, we like to find out who these people are, ask real questions like, you know, what was you know, what was the creation behind this? What's your purpose behind this? What's your long term goal? And yes, there's white papers and, and pitch decks and, and roadmaps that any of us can go read and websites we can go look at. But I am the type that needs to have a conversation. I need to connect with you on a human level to understand um, before I put my money there. Um, and that's just me. It's not the same for everyone, but that's what I love about doing the space. It's a, a chance to have a genuine conversation to find out the passion and purpose behind some of the projects that are out here. No, absolutely. I, I think that's that's one of the big things with me also is is the passion that I, I can hear in people's voices. I can feel their passion for what they're doing. I, I'd rather buy something that I know that's going to be here and something that they're they're building in the space they're not just taking from the space they're giving back to the space also Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's important that's that's a big part of it for me um you know i understand value but much more than that i want a legacy i want to leave something precious behind um and as a consequence it's always about um you know what value are you adding versus the value you're taking because so many have we seen this year so many have taken that value right and and very few people are adding um, and so when you find the ones that are adding value and giving value as well, 
um, it, it becomes a difference in your investment strategy. And of course, investment should not be an emotional thing, but understanding this space for what it is, um, you're buying into my ideas. Um, it, it's all about startups and you're going to have the big players that come in with the big money and do what they do. And that's fine. There's a space for it. You, you know, this, this, this is a space for everyone. But for me, um, I want the inside access, right? I want to know that I'm helping to build something while I'm earning profit as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm ready with that song. If you are ready, bring it, bring it. All right. So this is the one minute promo of One Time Love. Oh, no, no, no. I told you so. I only want to one time love. Yeah. So let me know if it's a fool. Because I don't go around breaking hearts. Take it easy. her saying uh, you know I want that one time love but in the end she does fall in love she falls in love with him and the roles reverse I love that I love that I love the beat um but that's my that that's that's my people though right <laughs> that that's the very foundation that 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 I'm that Callaloo man straight up it's it's all of it it's all of it and and, and a lot of people don't know that um I was born in Trinidad um, and, and it is a whole vibe. Like you, you got to understand it is a whole vibe when it comes to the music, um, the essence of what it is, um, the beat of what it is from politics to love to religion. Um, and, and it's a very diverse culture because we've got Hindus, Muslims, Buddhists, Catholic, Anglican, um, you name it. We got it there. Seven day Adventists, right? We've got it there in this very tiny Island. So it is that blend um, but I would say it's the spice of life too, right? Diversity is the spice of life. Um, if you're able to embrace that, if you're, you're, you're able to, to leave yourself open, um, to learn and grow, I promise you, it's going to be a very, very beautiful thing. Um, and you guys can absolutely feel free to, to ask any questions you like. Um, Carmen, uh, Yomi, I think Jane is here as well. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate it. I, I forgot my manners a little bit, um, you know, that that's one of the things that I, I have to have structure and I had my structure set. Right. And I don't know, Elon probably saw me or heard me talking shit about him. So when I set up my, my Twitter space a week ago, right, don't put down right. on yourself. <laughs> Forgive yourself. It's yeah. about it's about you today. In fact, I'm eating uh, strawberry pancakes with bananas on it. And like I'm vibing out to this room vibe. I'm checking out everyone's profiles while we're waiting you know, to hear Alex and his story. I want, I want, I want one person in this room to go follow him right now. Get him his three-digit 100 followers on Twitter. I was number 99. 
So, you know, I know the I know the feeling like when I got into Web3 that I was having to get onto socials that I never used before. And I, you know, when you get into a Telegram and Discord, you just start figuring out that you enter rooms that you don't even need to be a part of. And you you start protecting yourself from scams. But Twitter is a whole different beast. Like, you know, to build a following organically is definitely tough. And, you know, people look at these numbers and they're either going to be inauthentic or they're going to be super authentic and they judge you. You know, I was just recently in a in a Twitter space with like over 600 people. And I had a president of, of a major U.S. bank um, speaking with me, you know, at, and we were both guests there and you know, he doesn't use Twitter at all. So he looked like a complete scammer. He had no profile pic. He had no, he had like three followers and like no information. It was like, he just signed up that day. Um, but I want to show some love to everybody. And I love to always remind everybody, like when you get into these spaces, you hear some good people, you see speakers take stage, follow them because the algorithm will connect you to more things that you love. Um, and so I just like to always put that reminder out there. If I'm on stage, I do it. If we're in spaces, I do it because it's free to do. And we want to stay connected, especially if you're spending our time here. Let's show some love to everybody and show our support. 100%. 100%. That That's what it's about. You know, building great communities um, has to be done through collaboration. We're in a bubble. Right. Um, we're in a bubble. And one of the things at why marketing is so expensive in this space is that we continue to market within that bubble. Um, and then everybody wants to know, well, when mass adoption? Well, maybe if you stop marketing within the bubble, that's when mass adoption takes place. Um, Crypto.com was the first one that I see to do that in a very successful way. And man, did I ride that high? I tapped out at 97 cents when I sold. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm firm believer in that. Nothing wrong with profit. Right. Um, so I tapped out at 97 cents and I bought back in, right? <laughs> I'm tell you that right now. Crypto.com was good to me. Crow was good to me. Made me buy a little bit of money. Um, but um, I digress. Uh, <laughs> um, but music and, and entertainment is definitely trending very hard on the blockchain. Um, and then there's the monetization part of it as well, right? Um, incorporating the storyline, um, which absolutely can be beautifully done through visual art, um, you know, for a long time within the system, uh, you have artists that are probably taking home 40%. Think about those numbers. 40% of the income garnered by their talent, by their creativity, right? And some will argue that, you know, well, justly so. There's so much expense to it. Uh, Well, not really. (laughs) You know, not really. Um, It's just... How do you create profit and what's the social responsible thing you do with profit? Um, but that's an argument for another day. Uh, but there, there, there is coming a time um, where people are realizing that they want more. They deserve more. Um, and so they're taking that mantle up and they're showcasing with the power of the blockchain how they can absolutely continue to put great content out but earn a higher percentage of it than they did before. And of course, Tory Lanez um, became the one that everybody focused on, right? And and the the misconception was that this this you know sold out overnight. Um, well, as you know, when you're doing anything unique on the blockchain, it takes a while to upload it. And if you probably spoke to him about the percentage he actually earned, was not what people think. 
because not understanding the space and the creation of that smart contract, um, most of it went to the dev and the marketing team. So again, when coming into the space and trying to understand how it works and you're thinking as a musician, man, if Tory Lanez did it, I'm, I'm going to come in and, and, and do it too. Um, there's so much more to it than that. To build out a platform, to build out a project, when it comes to music creation, um, there's so much more into it, right? Um, you've got to be conscious of your copyright. you got to be conscious of what you're putting in the smart contract um, so that you protect yourself. Um, so it, it's no surprise to me, Vixen, that you guys, it's been a year before you dropped it. it that's no surprise to me whatsoever. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot to for that. It, it I didn't want to rush anything. I wanted to make sure that we took our time and we covered our, you know, ends on the IRL side, Library of Congress, you know, all the copyright stuff. We wanted to make sure that it was set before we said, okay, well, let's launch. Made sure that we were ready. We weren't just, you know, rushing the process because it really takes a lot that goes into it as you said you know the smart contracts marketing there's a lot that's that's put into it before you can actually say okay we're ready to go and so what's the what's the status now i know a lot of the access that comes with holding that nft has to do with in real life meetups is there anything big um planned for rebel music for 2023 anything for carnival so in 2023, every year, Rebel does, and it's a video that you posted to the top, he does uh, Snow Cone and Rum. So that would be your VIP access into Snow Cone and Rum. That he, that It's an IRL event that's held in New York every single year. Um, we would like to take and do more events in the Caribbean as we're going along. But right now, our event that's going to be coming is going to be Snow Cone and Rum 2023. I might want something in that Snow Cone. Who's, who's um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. We got you. <laughs> Oh, oh my God. You know, hey, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world, man. I told you that on your post today. Yes, <laughs> it definitely is. Somewhere in the world today, man. You know, we're talking about music. We gotta have the adult cocktails to go with it. You know, what's in that snow cone? Who's your rum sponsor? That's what I want to know. Uh, I digress again. Um, see, Carmen, you're supposed to be keeping me on track with that. What's up, Steezy? I don't know who's hiding behind that that profile. Oh my God, he's gonna make Carmen happy. He does the soundboard, Vixen, that I won't let Carmen have. I am smiling ear to ear. <laughs> What's up, Queens? How's everybody doing today? Good morning. Hello, up, Carmen. You know what it is. It's just another day. Doing that grind, baby. Doing that grind. It's definitely mm-hmm. a great a great place for it. You missed that intro. Um, for One Time Love by Rebel Music, man. It's got that vibe to it. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. Um, Vixen is a queen in this space. You you, you guys know this. Her her story, her lead up here. Um, there There's a lot of people that quietly grind in the background, but she always shows up, always supports, um, always help to get the message out there for other great communities, for other like-minded individuals that want to build. Um, so I'm really super excited to have access to her today. She's normally very busy, so feel free to ask any questions that you want. Rebel, if you want to add anything else, please stay up as speaker. Um, we're going to say hello to Alex, and who I just, he's a rebel, man. Like, you need to be a VIP holder, Alex, of Rebel Music, because you're a rebel yourself, sir. 
Yeah, probably. Let's see. I'll take a good look at the project and see if I'm a rebel because fits the it fits the man. The name fits the man. That it does. That it does. That it does. Um, so how are a, you, uh, Queen? I am. I am doing well. I am doing well. It's been. It's been a really busy week. Um, but you know, all all in all in good things, right? All in good things. I know the last conversation. We had had, I uh, got some sneak peeks of your art, um, which I absolutely love it, by the way. Really nicely done. I'm a big fan of, of we talked about this, um, you know, Jack in the Box. Um, my age is showing. <laughs> got one of those as a kid, right? So that nostalgia <laughs> is, is, is tapping in right there. It, it was a great toy. I'm not going to lie. It's a cool toy. Um, what was the creation behind your idea? Yeah, so basically, um, I've been working in the gambling space for the past five years. And I've like we we launched uh, four online gambling platforms and we were looking for a kind of a mascot, something to represent the project generally and just to make it more fun. And um, kind of got me into uh, into looking for artists and stuff like that. And then uh, we found some like I've built my team 100 percent from uh, Montreal, Canada. This, this is from where I'm from. So uh, at peak, we were about uh, 22 people working full-time on the project and developing uh, and with the artist and with the marketing and all that stuff like we it was a big project and uh yeah so basically we started like that with the artist from montreal uh we worked on a couple of sneak peek uh we worked on all the art stuff and we finished by spending like a couple of months on the project uh, developing the art. So we have more than 206 handcrafted unique assets uh, in 3D. And we got a couple of uh, unique one-of-one NFTs as well. And basically that was just the process, uh, just finding some people from, from where I am and building as a team the whole project. So it started. It started as a mascot for the the uh, the four casinos, and evolved into its own its own um its own brand, so to speak, right? Yeah, because I've been in the NFT space for quite a quite a time now. Like I was in the NFT space, like where when like there was not enough project on OpenSea, mm. but there was like ten thousands of people joining and connecting their wallet on OpenSea every week. Uh, additional so like the price of any nft project was just spiking and like that gave me the idea that because essentially an nft what it is is like it just it shows proof that you can own something digitally and i've always figured that this was something that could be associated with my business basically and I really wanted to uh, create something that would represent the fact that there is a DGEN community out there that would really appreciate uh, owning something digitally that for a brand that they like and they use every day and start from there. I like it. I like it. I, I, I love the 3D art myself, the one that I pinned to the top. Um, it's probably one of my favorites. Um, that you have when, when did you guys because the last time I think you you hadn't launched as of yet correct correct yeah we didn't launch yet uh are you are you still in the process of building your community 
yes, 100%. And it's a free mint. So, uh, I mean, we're taking our time. Uh, we're just building. Uh, we've invested a lot of money, like a crazy amount of money uh, to make this happen. And it's a free yeah. mint. So we're just taking our time. We're in no rush. Um, I feel like the best times are coming. So it's ahead still. Uh, so I'm not rushing any decisions regarding like the mints and the and the stuff we're dropping. But we rebuild our website. Like we kept building during this old bear market. And when the bull is back, this is when we're coming in. That's what I like about it. Um, which a lot of people didn't didn't realize that, right? It's the quality of the art. And that goes directly to what both you and Rebel are doing in this space, right? Um, you, you're, you're creating um, employment for people, right? Um, you're dropping this as a free mint. Um, dude, can we talk about some of the free mints that got to some ridiculous, ridiculous floor price? Um, and, and I'm not, I, I'm going to call it Goblin What the Fuck. Now, now, first of all, first of all, first of all, I, I will argue with anyone that there was an excellent marketing strategy behind that free mint. Um, probably one of the best that I've seen this year, right? Um, 100%. But if I'm going to, yeah, if I'm going to buy something, Alex, based on a profile pick, that sort of fuck was not going to be it. I'm going to call it for what it is, right? That That's my personal preference, and that's okay. What you're dropping for a free mint, um, please, by all means, people, go take a look at his fucking art in their Discord. Go go, go. just take a look through their, his profile and see what they're posting. Um, it's beautiful. It's beautifully done. I would pay money for it, right? I would pay money for it um, just based on the art. Right. Uh, and at the end of the day, this is very much a visual space when we're talking about NFT. So there has to be a, a certain level of, of quality, I feel, behind it. And I've been looking at some of the stuff that is just traded just on the art. And I'm going, man, that yeah, that's why I can't be an art collector, because fuck that shit. I ain't buying it. You know, on the other hand, I have tons of NFTs that I bought with no expectation of value because I bought it because I like it. Right. So if you're putting something out there just based on the art itself, I mean, come on, Goblin, what the fuck for real? Uh, but I guess that's why they call it what the fuck, right? Because <laughs> yeah, uh, Goblin, <laughs> Goblin was something crazy because even like their marketing strategy was just to stay like kind of secretive and like their post was unreadable and yep. everybody was just like, what the fuck is exactly. happening in this space? And that just created a whole lot of buzz and people loved yep. it. Yep, exactly, exactly, and that's the reason why I mentioned that specific project. Um, when you're in this bubble um, and it's open access, or quote-unquote open access and level playing field for all, we all know um, there are some things about that that's still not true, and we want to change that, right? Um, but overall, um, it, it's this rush. It's this rush to be the first to own it. It's this rush to, to, to be a part of it. Um, one of the things I've always disliked um, about the NFT space and and about the crypto space in general. Why do I have to whitelist to give you my money? You fucking kidding me? You serious? I have to whitelist to give you my money. That did that never really made sense for me. Um, I just felt like if you're gonna have investors, have investors, because I don't have the time to do that grind. I don't have the time to do that grind. And I understand that it's a it, you know it's part of the marketing strategy. But that's why I said the team behind that particular project was excellent marketing because it played to 
the beat of the space at that time, at that time. And so when you're building, um, as much as you want to stay authentic to brand, you have to also consider the temperature of the room. Um, because if you don't, um, you're just going to be languishing. And that's an important part of, of building in Web3. Um, it is the drive of social media. It is the hotness of the subject matter. It is the trending of the space that take good projects to being great projects, but also take shit to being great projects as well, right? It's the good and the bad is that balance. Yes, yeah, sure. And also, one of the cool things like that I found, like the whitelist, I understand where you're coming from. But I found it really cool because, like I said, like when I started, there was not enough project and too many people in. And so, like, basically, you were rewarded when you managed to buy an NFT at a low price. Like, you were for sure rewarded. You could sell it at a much higher price. So it was, it was the speculative investment, like, was worth the grind. That was back in the day. And then it kept being like that for some time and it became kind of, of a marketing dig for a lot of companies like because all they could do is just sell like promotions and stuff like that. And you had to grind to get to your community. And this is where I think everything went to shit a little bit because the objective shouldn't be to buy your community. The objective should be to build it. And then how long it takes, just question like of how dedicated you are to your project. And I really do think that most people come in, came in this space and had the objective to just be millionaires um, and just to rentabilize as much as possible the money they were going to make. And that's where that led to a lot of crime as well. That led to a lot of people just like coming in a space, investing like a lot of money just to make a PFP and just dip out after and cancel all their promises and like that was a big thing for a long time as well and this is another thing i think from the the bear market we're in right now like this is another thing that i think is really good is we kind of stopped seeing projects like that or there's a lot less because people like who were doing that like it, it isn't just a boom anymore like you have to grind so if you want to scratch like the people that were in it to for the easy money like they still have to grind so you kind of see a little bit of uh it's more neutral right now it's more balanced and that's another great thing and the whitelist stuff yeah i get it like it it sucks to grind but like when you grind for a project like i grind for um, a whitelist for uh for for moonbird basically and made a lot of money with it so like i'm definitely not sad about the time i spent grinding for this whitelist Bro, I am, I am, I am in love, in love with Moonbird. I, I love the art. I love the art. I, I, I don't even care what the utility is. I want one. I do. I want one. I'm absolutely in love with it. So I get that. Yeah, there are things that 100%. I'm with you there, bro. I'm with you there. I'll be doing that grind, right? I would be doing that grind because it captivates some part of you. And you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and again, I. I it's through these failures that we are building stronger communities because one of the things that existed um, very strongly in Web3, um, you know, I would say prior to the last year was that tribal mentality. 
Like you can only be part of this community and we will only discuss this community. Um, and we've realized that that's not the way you can conquer Web3. You have to have a collaborative effort. When you are like-minded in what you're building, um, exposing your your community to great projects that you've, you've vetted, that you know are going to continue building, that you know is not going to dip, um, and it's going to be there to take care of the community, now it becomes a different conversation because that's why bad actors were, were, were so rampant in this space because of that tribal mentality. And so now we've kind of harnessed that, flipped it, and said, okay, um, these are the projects that, that, that are doing the, the work, that are building, that are going to produce something at some point. These are trusted projects. And as a consequence, you started sharing more of that with the people within your circle of influence, and you see these projects continuing to grow and flourish. That mindset of that five-minute sellout, it's bullshit. Because if you are not fully prepared for growth, right, um, once you hit that stage where you're sold out, now what? Because you weren't prepared for it. Now what? These are things that you have to have in place for both the growth and the failure and how you move forward. And so if you're building quietly over time, especially in this bear market, those that you see here are the ones that are most likely to succeed. Um, and you're right. All of it is a grind. But I would argue that that's what it's supposed to be. If you're building, you're building based on your ideas, you're building based out of your own pocket, and you're talking to others that are coming in on that project with you. Um, that's what it is. It's a grind. There's, a, there's no shortcut to success. There's a mindset to success. But there's no shortcut to success. 100%. And I think this is very accurate. And we've seen a lot of celebrities come in and, and, and fail too. Right? We've seen a lot of celebrities come in this year and just fall flat on their face. Um, that Web2 brand um, means nothing to the Web3 community. And I think we're getting smarter for it. We're definitely evolving. Um, I'm happy to see that that's where the space is, is heading. Um, you, you know, if you're, if, uh, as a project, you're not here to add value. You're not here to bring something new to the table or create something of value from something existing. Um, you're going to have those players that get in and get right back out. You're not going to have any community to hold um, and, and, and be able to continue to build, right? Um, frequently, the person that was telling you, hold, just hold, just hold, is frequently the person that's selling off their bag, right? Because remember, um, your entry point is somebody else's exit liquidity, right? That's, that's just the nature of what things are. Um, and so if you're coming in with the expectation that I'm going to drop $5 today and walk out with 50000 tomorrow, hey, you know what? I, I admire your mindset, um, but here's a reality check. That shit ain't going to happen. Um, it just does not work that way. And you're absolutely correct. In the last two years, what we had was this moon boy mentality because of these big, big projects that came in. And what, did they, what, what happened with those projects? They did what they always will do. They rub because they're here for profit. They come in with big money. Um, they market, they make their money, and they go. And there's nothing wrong with that. Understand that. Profit is not a bad word. What I do want you to understand is setting the right mentality into realizing your financial freedom. So you've got these big projects coming in with the big marketing, redoing the same thing over and over again, and you're looking for them a year later, and now you're surprised it's a rub. Why? They weren't building. And Alex, you're absolutely right. 
They're coming in to buy their community. And so if you're buying the community, there's no real loyalty there. There's nothing to hold it. And so when they do what they eventually do, you have people crying about there's fear in the market. And uh, that, that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Um, you know, because sharks are going to do what they're going to do when there's blood in the water, me included. Right. Um, profit is not a bad word. Um, what you do with that profit, that's that's where I differ a little bit. But profit is never a bad word if you have the right mindset and the right expectations beforehand. When you're looking to invest, you have to have that mindset where am I getting in and I'm holding this because I expect value um, one to three years from now, one to five years from now, 10 years from now, because that's building. Right. You're buying into the concept that this project is going to be building for long term um, sustainability. And then you have projects that I would buy into because I'm looking to flip. I'm looking to make some extra money to do stuff. Um, and that's what it that, that's what it's about. And all of it, all of it is not um, is not to say that they don't have their place. They do have their place. But you have to have the right mindset to know what you're getting into. Um, making sure that if it's an investment, you're removing the emotional attachment that comes with that in understanding that when you set that money, it's literally you set it and forget it, and then you never invest more than you can afford to lose, right? So just my tidbit on that. Carmen, what you have to share with that? And, and by any means, feel free to jump in, Dranko. I know you've been in this space for a while. Um, you know you know what it is to build. Um, you know what it is from both an investment and a project owner standpoint. So Feel free to tap in. I think I may have a question for anybody that's you know got a speaking role on the panel today, because you know one of the things that I have noticed is that I overuse the term degen, and it means a lot of different things to me, and especially like you know if I'm out at a conference, you know I might use it in different aspects. I I call the after parties and and the VIP events like degen daycare. Um, I might open up on stage with talking about, you know, did, is everybody awake because did we degen too hard last night? And there's so many different ways that I use it. But um, when I look at Alex's profile, it says degen investor. Now, there are people that I use that term with that totally get it. Like, I'm a sarcastic. I think I'm funny. And when I crack a joke and use the word degen, you know, people get it. But then I found that there's a lot of people that don't even know. They're like, I don't know what that means. And I think I, I don't think it means exactly what I think the term stands for, because I think this community uses it in a lot of different ways. And it's not necessarily negative. Sometimes I might use it in a, in a way that says, hey, DGENs kind of know what's up, right? They have the alpha. They know how to transact. They know how, you know, whitelists work. They know that if they chose to, they could probably get in onto a launch fairly easily and, you know, take advantage of any gains that they expect in and out or degening meaning, Hey, you know, you're really grinding, right? You're really grinding or, Hey, you know, I'm the person that wants to network and get into the parties and it's about the lifestyle and the culture, but I'm interested to know, like from everyone else's perspective and journey, what, how do you guys define that? And what does it mean to you? You're a DJ. if you go to your ether scan, and you're scrolling looking at tokens from about 50 rug tokens. That's the way I look at it. If you got MILF coin, tits coin, pot coin, if you got all the above, I think at that point you're considered a degenerate. Also, if you're always the last bag holder, you're a degenerate. Um, if you never have any ETH in your wallet, you are a degen. 
if you wake up and you're in Web3 and you fall asleep Web3 and you're a D-Gen, that, that's kind of my definition. Throw the emojis up. Throw the emojis yeah. up if you fit any of Bro. those descriptions of a D-Gen. Why are you describing me so publicly? Like, that is just so wrong. That is so wrong. Why are you putting my personal information out there like that, bro? You know, I it's been... we cool. <laughs> I thought we was cool, though. I I'm we going, cool. like, two years straight. <laughs> I'm laying in bed. It pisses the wife off because I'm laying in bed. My phone will smack the floor because I just fall asleep in a mm-hmm. space or DJ. It just wake yep. everybody up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're not going to talk about porn rocket and all those other things. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. What? What? I made money. Did you? I made money. I don't know why. Listen, uh, you're absolutely right. All of those things. All of these things. I still have Blossom in my freaking wallet, man. I still have Blossom. <laughs> I still have Blossom. What am I? What am I gonna say? I still have Blossom. Yeah. That's why I will never. And, and that's the funny thing. I see all these people with their dot ETH address. Yeah, I ain't putting that shit out there, man. You ain't gonna go see all this shit that I got. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, I digress. Uh, but yes, yes, I, I think um, Draco definitely um, described 1,000% what a D-Gen is in this space and the classifications for it. Um, but, you know, we all are. It, it, being a D-Gen, <laughs> it simply means that you go with your passion, man. Um, you go where the money is. And anybody that comes in this space and say, oh, I don't care about the money. <laughs> I ain't buying into your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. You come in this space and you say, I, I don't care about I don't care about the money. I'm not buying into the shit. I'm not. Because if you don't care about your money, I care about mine. Right? And you're right, Dranko. I ain't never got ETH in my wallet. I think I still owe Carmen 50 bucks in ETH. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Plus interest. I still I think like fifty bucks in eat, man. Yeah. So so I get that. I get that a thousand percent. Great question, Carvin. I love it. Yeah, let let's talk about that for a minute. Like I'm not in the space for the money actually. Like that's one thing that I've I've never really been into the space for the money. Like, of course who's gonna say like, oh I'm definitely don't want to do profit on any transaction i do that would be kind of crazy but i think i'm for me it's more of a a fun thing to do like when you got a couple of bucks scrambling around and you want to buy into a project you like and i've never really been into crypto like i found myself like i don't have some diamond hands like i'm not a holder like a long-term holder i've always had difficulties to do that in crypto and investment and like what I've realized is just that in crypto, like I sell the minute I make a little profit and just like, and it's not even because I want to make money. It's because I don't want to lose any money. <laughs> and that's why I say I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it just because I think it's a, it's a bad, it's a cool thing to say. Like I've invested in Shiba Inu, like back in, I think in 2018, I've stayed in the project for a month. <laughs> if I stayed for two years or one year more, then would be worth a lot of money right now. Like I'd probably be close to a millionaire with the money I made on the project. So, but I'm not in it for that. I'm more in it for, especially in the NFT space. Like me personally, as a, I, I qualify myself of a DGen because of I've invested my money into building in 
the Web3 space in a degen way. Um, I've invested my money in this space, like in the degen way. And what it means is like I've bought in major project, major NFT projects just to be a part of the communities, like not giving a fuck about if it was going up or down, not giving a fuck about the trends, more giving a fuck about the whole community as a whole, like and what it's going to bring and what it's going to do for me. And that's that's why I qualify myself with a degen. I would also say that, uh, Stacey, you're very right when you say like that like we do our research and we look into things that others won't and we will spend time on minor, minor, minor projects looking at their roadmaps and looking at their white papers and just trying to get as much information as possible on something that's probably not worth it, but we're going to do it because that's that's what it's all about. Bro, but this is why you're here. I, I will be honest. It is absolutely why, um, after hearing you speak in that other space, that I wanted you here um, because I want people to understand that. Um, and, and it's definitely something that needs to be talked about um, a little bit more, right? You're, you're buying in for the community. You're absolutely buying in for, for, for the community. Um, you know, I, I have got, I am in so many discords. I don't want to talk about the project all the time, man. I, I want to find somebody in the Discord that I can vibe with, that I can chat with, um, that I could have a conversation with because, you know, this is this is what I do for a living. So as a consequence, it gets boring talking the same shit over and over again. Um, and, and this is probably going to be a little show for Steezy. Man, you roll up in there, the pictures, the fun, the conversation. Um, same thing for the joke community. It's hilarious. It's the same. It's a. It's the reason why. I bought into the Kevin Hart NFT. I didn't buy in because I expected any value from it, man. Fuck that. I knew it wasn't going to have any value. I bought in because the community was 100% hilarious. For three days straight, I laughed so hard I went to bed with a tummy ache every night. Just laughing. And I needed that relief. That's what it was for me. But that goes back to understanding in this space because we're pioneers, because it's so new, um... How do you buy in? Why do you buy in? Because the why is important, right? There are certain things you can't talk about around me, Phantom being one of them. I feel you on the Shiva Inu part of it um, because when I bought into Phantom, bro, bro, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, oh, that, yeah, no, it still hurts. I still get triggered by it. I still get triggered by it. I still get triggered by it. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things with you. You're right. I am going through that index of 5,000 projects to find the one that has like the million zeros behind it and sit and hold, right? That's DGEN. That's straight up DGEN play. I'm not buying into all the hype that they have now. There might be one or two I might toss toss something into, right? And, and Carmen is going to laugh at this because I've talked about it before. My best play last year... <laughs> was buying into something called Crack Cat. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to send Susie one of my two wallets, and he's going to see the summer of scams that I was very much oh. active and a part of, <laughs> where there's, like, diamond balls. I mean, like, what was I thinking? At the hands. tender age of 39, with two degrees and a professional two-decade career, I thought I was going to make money on diamond balls. <laughs> oh, man. 
but, but so I know. posted on the jumbotron up here. Fun <laughs> fact, and if you guys, the fun fact, if you have more than twenty wallets, you're a degen. So oh, guys, go ahead and let's retweet the room, yep. and you guys give your degen fun fact. Let's let's add to the to the vibe here because you know I think it, I think it holds a lot of context, right? But it is a journey. I mean, like I don't call blue chip traders and and diamond yep. holders on the CEX as degens. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They haven't gone down the rabbit hole, but you know, God, once you're down here, you know, I've stayed in this space because it is thriving with people that are building, and I think that there's room for people that are going to specifically market to those who already can transact, and those who take on the burden of trying to onboard no coiners. Right? There's room for all, but it just oh, really, you know. It, it kind of caught me off guard because recently, you know, I was just using the term so loosely in many different contexts. And I would have somebody be very honest. Like, I would not be that person to be like, what does that mean? Right. And there's so much verbiage in this space um, that that we use on, on a daily basis in chats. You know, like we would call Alex a Jeep. Right. And 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 it and if you don't know the term, then you're like in the chat and you're just lost. Right. So. There's a lot of vernacular in here that, that we use, and I'm just like, this is one of those terms that I think has a lot of flexibility in its context, and people I, use it. I don't ways. use the word jeet anymore because I had someone of Indian heritage tell me what it means. It's very offensive. So I don't use it anymore. But yeah, that I, I will be honest, Carmen, when Alex was talking about what he did after she, but you know, I was like, in my mind, immediately went to the word, yep, he's a jeet. <laughs> He, he, he was in there for one month, one month, <laughs> didn't even give him a chance, yeah. you know, God forbid he found Doge in like the early oh two, 2010s. <laughs> so, so we're going to put out a token project and we're inviting Alex to be the first, the first person to buy in because he'll be the first person to sell, right? And we'll get our first transaction on the board. Um, <laughs> but I love that honesty. I absolutely love that honesty um, because it sets the right mindset. Um, because this space is so new, because we're all pioneers here, having the right mindset when you're buying in is important. And so they have classifications for, for what that is. Listen, profit is never a bad word for me. I have a strategy on taking out profit if I'm buying in for profit um, that I am never going to change. I am never going to change that um, because you're right. <laughs> I'm not putting in my money to lose money, Alex. I'm not. And I'm not paying attention to the guy that's talking about hold, hold, bro. It's not the all time high. I'm selling. I'm selling. Right. Um, that's just me. Um, one, of, one of my favorite projects that, 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 I'm, that I'm in um, is Red Light Finance. Right. Um, damn. When that dropped, that shit made me a shit ton of money. Um, so it's all profit in and I'm still making money off of it. Um, and the team will be the first to tell you that it's a game. It's a game. You have to have a strategy. It's a game. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm probably still in it is because of that transparency. It's because they're saying, hey, we've got this serious project over here. But if you buy in, you're treating it as an investment strategy. But there's this project over here that you ha it's gamified. We've gamified investment. And as a consequence, please be aware of what you're doing and making sure you have an exit strategy um, because it's a gamified project, right? Um, and, and I love that transparency where everybody else is going, oh, buy-in, we'll be here 10 years from now. Shit, we're lucky if you show up three months later. Ever, ever bought in and go back looking for the Telegram, can't find it, Twitter account, gone, Discord, disappeared, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Vixen is like, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> it's a fact, right? You go, you go back all mad and shit. So I'm like, wait, I thought y'all said you was going to still be here. Can't find them. Can't find them. Some are gone within a couple of hours. That happened to be where yeah. it was, it was, everything was gone in like an hour after buying it. Oh man. I, I was in one of those, um, couple of months. Man, I got so mad. And, and, and the reason why I got mad and it's my fault because I, I'm in this private whale group. And they're like, yeah, I, I, you know, I dropped an ETH on it to see what happens. I'm like, oh, well, if he's dropping an ETH, I'm in nowhere whale. Man, I'm, I'm a straight up, what's that tiny, tiny thing that you could barely see floating around in the ocean? That's me, right? I'm a plantain. <laughs> yes, I'm a plantain. Thank you. Thank you, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put some ETH in it. And I go back and I, I went to claim the tokens. First of all, couldn't claim them. I'm like, what the fuck? The chat is closed. That's an indication in a telegram where the chat is closed, you're being rugged, right? You are being rugged. I was like, what the fuck? But, you know, it, it's it's all else in this space at, at some point until you, you make that conscious decision that you're buying in, not based on emotion, but you're buying in based on the facts, right? Ah, uh, man, <laughs> how'd we end up here? How'd we end up here, people? Yeah, as much as I'm a very prudent, like, person like in life like in the event investment space like i'm the genus fuck like i've invested in the fakest homeless friend project you've ever seen in your life like it just dropped like straight up i had and and had that say mint right now like the mint is life early mint and i just jumped on it and i was like oh shit and it's even less expensive and for some reason like i forgot all my instant and i put like 2.5 Ethereum in the project, just like I'm early, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna make such a bank with this. This is awesome. And then you know, like I received these ten NFTs, like they're just blank pictures in my wallets forever right now, and like, it cost me two point five for these. And like I've done everything I could to try to find like the where the the like the the wallets and all this stuff. But once you invest money into a rug, it's it's done. There's nothing you can do. Facts. But I, I still want in on your whitelist, and I'll do the grind because I need to have one of those Jack in the Blocks. Uh, I'm just telling you right now. Um, you need to put me on your mailing list, smokestack, smoke text. Um, do whatever you need to do to make sure that I get my grind in um, because I'm pretty excited. I, I love the art. I don't care if you drop any utility behind it. I told you that when we talked. Um, you know, I love the art. It's clean. It's well done. And probably one of the best freemints that I've seen pushing Thank forward you. this year. Yeah, it's really amazing. Thank you. Oh, there's a lot of utilities. Basically, um, you get the VIP access to more than 200 of our in real life casinos. Um, you get to be a part of the Jack Lotteries where we have a lottery every every month. Like you can win Ethereum. Uh, we have our own crypto, basically, uh, that we're still, I'm still trying to figure out if we're going to drop it or whatnot, uh, because it, it costs a lot of money and liquidity. And um, I, I kind of made a lot of research and there's a lot of things you need to do to make sure that this crypto is like properly used. And I might just like make it like it's a crypto that you can only use on our web, on our platform, in our ecosystem. But basically, you can level up your box from your jack, and you will earn, and you will be able to stake your NFT, earning crypto, and then you can level up your box, and then you can earn more 
uh, revenue. You can upgrade basically your revenue by upgrading your box. Um, oh, I like all, that. Yeah, so this is all part. This is all in the ecosystem itself. Um, and yeah, the, I, I will drop the the website. Uh, I will send you the website so you can have a better look. Uh, we have to. Uh, I'll make a couple of uh, of moves on the main channel to uh, promote more the website so people have a better idea and understanding of the project as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, again, it's you know usually we either have projects that are getting ready to launch or projects that have 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 already launched. But I was just really so impressed with you, just being and say, hey, this is what it is. Um, we've got real life businesses, and um, you know this is what we're creating, um, and we're gonna take our time with it. Um, and, and you know you, you brought up such key points in this conversation, um, but I don't want to be the only one talking. If anybody else. Um, have something to add, please feel free to jump on in. Um, Vixen, I know your your brain is 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 just twirling in the background. I could probably see you going, hmm, yeah, how how do we do this? Um, <laughs> how do I get into right? Um, but you have Vixen, I believe your VIP um, mint has already passed. So it's open mint now, it's public mint now, or is it still closed? No, no, public mint is open. Yes. So our VIP went through and then we're in public mint currently right now at 0 0.06. And if you click on the profile, the Rebel Music profile, our link tree is in there. And then the link to mint is right in there. It also has the link to our Discord, to the Twitter page, to the Rebel Music Studios uh, website. Rebel is completely doxxed. I, I mean, most people know me on here, so I'm, I'm out there. I'm not hidden. Um, my other account is in here. So, you know, it, it, everything is on that link tree. And that's 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 the push, right? Um, I, I remember, I, I and I don't know if any of you have been in the space long enough to remember where you asked somebody to dox you. You done lost your mind. This is DeFi. You don't need to know who I am. Um, but we've seen a lot of evolution in the space. And so I think coming into 2023, there's going to be a serious, serious push for more and more education in this space. Um, as the owner of projects, team members, even community members, um, there's going to be a push to really educate people so they understand what this space is and what it isn't. I am happier now than a year ago seeing how it has evolved where projects are no longer coming to the forefront and saying, hey, I've got an idea. Um, I have nothing for a roadmap, nothing for a pitch deck, nothing for a website, but if you give me your money, I'll build it to projects that are coming out that are so well built, that are so, so, so well constructed before coming to the market and saying, hey, um, this is our idea. This is what we have. Um, here it is. Um, and if you want to buy in, then get in. Um, I, I like that that has changed um, because that didn't exist a year ago. The bulk of the projects were coming in with literally, you know, a blank sheet of paper saying, hey, here's my idea. Um, you know, give me your money and then I'll build it. And you, you, you're looking for them and they're gone. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, you know, the same thing, like trying to look for like, oh, who's the, who's the people on this project? Who's the founder? Who's this person? And, you know, you're not getting a lot of information on them. And that was at that time, it was hard. But now I, I've noticed the same thing. A lot of people are coming out like this is, you know, this is my first and last name. This is where I'm at. 
So I, I, I like that fact that, you know, it's, it's changing. It's, it's evolving as we're going along. Absolutely. It, it, I think um, coming into to 2023, um, I had this conversation early on in the week. Um, and, and this is, it's a beautiful, beautiful space to start from um, when you're looking at, at some of the major players in this space. A year ago, you couldn't afford to buy in. This is definitely the time that you can DCA your way in um, and start creating some of the financial freedom that you want. And of course, we're all, you know, we have to give that disclaimer, not financial advice, but, but take a look at it on a whole. Take a look at the things that you like. Take a look at, um, you know, where you can maximize your profit, right? Um, it's there. Now is the time. Um, I made a shit ton of money last year when it hit, that that all-time low man i was in heaven it was my catnip what crash what crash right that was a macy's white day sale to me um and you had all these people crying but that was a macy's white day i'll say to me and i i was all in it i'm gonna take a little bit of this i'm gonna have a little bit of that um and, and i was loving every every part of it and still having the same this year um you know, loving every part of it, the things that you couldn't buy into before because the entry point was so high um, and you're looking at it now with the understanding that I'm not looking for an overnight success. I mean, if you got a D-Gen play, please feel free to DM me um, <laughs> by all means. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I'm still looking at that one to two year to three year, five year, 10 year. Um, you know, let me come back, set it, forget it, and let me come back and look at those extra zeros in my wallet, right? Um, very, very excited to see some projects that are doing that, that I think are going to be um, something amazing a couple of years from now. Um, and more and more, music is a big part of that, big part of that. So I'm going to ask you, Alex, how come you didn't add music as you wind up? If you just if you're doing it as a 3D, um, the original model was you wind up and then it pops up. Um, you didn't think about adding music to it or 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 am I getting ahead of the gun? Um, it's been a thought. So basically, my partner is, uh, is a producer and DJ, very well, very well renowned uh, in Miami and here in Montreal. And uh, we've thought about it, uh, the complexity of adding music, because not all of our NFTs are going to be moving. Like I think it's more of um, like it's more like before they're revealed, like there will be movement on most, well, on all of the boxes, but um before like after they're revealed like just a couple of them will be moving and for this little fact like we didn't know if it was worth to add music yet um i feel that like owning uh like the asset in itself is already enough and we don't want to over uh over uh overflow like the what you're owning you want to keep it very clear and very simple like you own a jack-in-the-box um for the reasons like for the ad uh, for the utilities basically and nothing else like even the the image and the brand and all that stuff like it's more like it was always a, a utility-based project basically I like it. I like it. Being able to scale back, right? Um, understanding it for what it is, um, especially if you're looking to upload to OpenSea, there is a size file limit. 
Um, so that makes total sense, staying within your wheelhouse and not trying to add too much to it. Like I said, I had the, the toy as a kid and, um, you know, it, it, it has a very nostalgic feel to me and, and, and very well done coming into Web3. So I was just asking from a personal standpoint, but I love that you explained, hey, you know, this is what it is and you might enjoy the PFP, but this is what you're going to enjoy more is the utility that comes with it. And I'm a big fan, big fan of NFTs that are just packed full of, of utility, especially when it's married to in real life assets or even in real life events. Um, the fact that I'm never leaving my house to participate in it ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> right? I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, it still means that I can enjoy it. And now that they're moving so strongly into streaming a lot of real life events um, through some of the, the metaverses that they have now, um, I think that's just opening up to a wider audience. Um, you know, I, 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 I think a big part of it for me is because I did that nine to five grind for so long, right? I'm working so many hours a day that, that this is my time to just kind of enjoy being at home. And so I don't really feel the need to get out as much, but there's still things that I'll get out the house for and enjoy, but there's definitely, um, an audience that's, especially after 2020 that, um, got in their groove. They got in their groove in 2020, having to be forced to stay home here in the States, that they're looking for more and more virtual events that they can attend. Um, you know, I may not have the funds to travel to Colorado, but if you're going to stream an event from Colorado, um, you know, I get the advantage of being at home, owning that NFT and having access to that streaming content as well. So the build out is just absolutely amazing. And if you tell me that you're tying in that NFT, Alex, into your casinos. I'm going to tell you right now, we're never going to send any of those links to Carmen. Um, it doesn't matter where we go. If there's a casino, she wants to go there, right? So we're never sending it to Carmen because we're probably never going to see her. What are you doing? Well, did whoa, you know that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I definitely use the term DGEN in a casino for shout, for shout. But sometimes I hit it. You can't, you can't stop me from trying. This is true. This is true because I remember you sent me um, a screenshot. Oh, look what I just did. And what do you guys think I immediately asked for? Hey, can you send me some ETH? Oh. Straight up. Straight up. She's like, by the way, there's this new launch. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I don't even remember what the project was. I was just, oh, wait, you got money. Can you send me some ETH? I want to mend this. <laughs> oh, man. We should have never brought up the topic of DJ. Um, But, you know, Moving right along, right? Staying, staying very much on topic to what we're talking about and why we're having these great conversations. When you listen to someone like Vixen and you listen to someone like Alex, um, it goes beyond just, hey, we've got this product and there it is. It, it, it speaks very strongly of the passion and the purpose behind it um, and who they are. And ultimately, I think when you talk to people on that level and you find out you know, what got you to this point? What's your build? What's your ass? What's your why? Um, it makes sense. It makes sense when you're building a community. I can't bond with you if I don't know you, right? Um, you know, you're doing something to reward your community that's going to come chock full of goodness, Alex. Um, and you're kind of bringing back that, that, that feel to music and what it, what it used to be. You remember back in the day when, when you heard that song on the radio, you couldn't wait to see the music video for it on MTV, 
right? Because it kind of gave you that visual representation of the artist's inspiration for that song, right? Um, so I love that you guys are doing that in a whole new way onto the blockchain. But there's some legal um, repercussions for that as well. Um, and I was so happy. This is one of the things I think I'm most excited about um, for the takeaway um, on going to Web3. There's a panel of four blockchain lawyers um, that I had the opportunity to talk to and was super excited by some of the feedback that I got. Knowing that you can only have access to like the one minute intro to the song because it's tied to the storyline um, with the art, right? Um, when I buy that, is it written in the smart contract fixing what my rights are with that with that song? So with the rights, it's uh, the IP rights is something that is a separate document. It's not written into the smart contract. So speaking to blockchain lawyers and speaking to people in the legality side of it, it, it's a separate document that we would have to generate for you. Is that written into the smart contract, that link? That, no, that is not written into the smart contract, no. Mm. Um, what a great conversation. Um, I wish you were in that audience. Uh, super, super, super smart lawyers that we were talking to and I gained so much insight as to that smart contract and what it really is and how much of it is really a living, breathing, evolving document. Um, that's definitely something, if anybody's thinking about um, creating a project, um, make sure that a fundamental part of your expenses is to include consulting a blockchain lawyer. That smart contract is going to be so essential when you're talking about music, um, even if it's art, um, on what a person who buys it, what do they get with it? Um, because if it's not specified in the contract, I can play that or I can use that any way that I want. Um, so I was really, really happy that that was worth the trip for me, for me personally, um, because it's something that we really didn't think about a lot in this space. Right. So I am I am definitely looking forward to seeing how the legalities of a smart contract continue to play out on the blockchain. I mean, this space is evolving so quickly. There's so much going on so quickly. Um, I think who was it? Uh, um, uh, Carmen, if you could if you could refresh my memory on this, um, because before you had a rug. OK, you, you got rug. You took the L and you moved on. That's no longer the case, right? Especially when it's big projects. That's no longer the case. Um, you're act they're actively pursuing it, even though we don't have a lot of regulation in the space right now. There are things that are, there are laws that are on the book that they can actively pursue you over. Um, do you remember what it is? Or if are anybody else can tap in on that? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't. Damn it! Uh, uh, it's on the tip of. Anyway, I think I was hungry that day. You were always very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> very hungry. Um, yeah, it, it was just interesting to me um, when you're tying it with music, when you're tying it to to real life access as well um, for Alex. 
um, when you talk, okay, so maybe the better question to ask you, Alex, is this, because I know you're in Canada, so, so it may not even apply. When you are tying your NFT um, in terms of the utility to real life access of your casinos, um, is there anything that you had to have in place in your smart contract for, for the NFT? So the way we've gone around it is that nothing in the collection is like it's per se like connected with one another, but nothing is like dependent. Like the mm. it's very different. Like we're not giving assets from the casino. It's a VIP access. It's if you're down, then you it's just kind of a show up paper basically. If you want to show up, you show up. Ah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Because um, more and more, um, as I see the space evolving, joining some other spaces and, and hearing um, the conversation, one I was in this morning at like 6 a.m. And man, was that a heavy, heavy space to be in. But I learned so freaking much. Um, the monetization of your data, um, just downloading, not reading the terms of use, um, not understanding um, the acquisition of your data on the blockchain. When we talk about, oh, it's DeFi, you don't have to disclose. Um, if you go to, to MetaMask um, privacy policy in terms of use, you are disclosing. Same thing for Trust Wallet. Any of those apps that you download or you use, you're disclosing data. And that kind of that kind of, uh, you know, I was like, wait, what, 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 what do you mean? Explain that. Um, so it's really interesting to see for the next year, next couple of years, how privacy and data collection is going to operate on the blockchain, as well as the things that has to be disclosed in a smart contract when you're putting out entertainment content. It's moving so fast in the space that you have to be abreast of just about everything when you're thinking about building for long-term sustainability because old school doesn't apply anymore. When you just bought the PFP and there's no specifications on how you could utilize that PFP, um, and so it's mine. I bought it, right? Transaction on the blockchain, ultimate proof. I own it. I could do whatever I want with it. Um, you can if it's not specified in the smart contract. So I think that's going to push more and more people to understand what a smart contract is and push the growth of education in Web3. Could be wrong, but I think that's where it's going. Yeah, definitely. It's going somewhere uh, with that in mind. I think that it will depend, honestly, on the direction because we uh this this is something i think we have to understand like in the digital like the in digital ownership we're still very early and it isn't really clear i think we've seen a boom of nfts because it was what was hot and new but i don't think especially like i don't think nfts are something that are meant to stay in the on this planet for 50 years but i think that the concept of nft is something that will stick on uh it's probably the future for owning in real life property like instead of going to a notary and uh transacting in a, in a certain way you will do it 
with an NFT, basically, you will do it digitally. And it's the same ownership. It's like everything will be very clear. The question now is, if we want to take that step, how many other projects like FTX and SoFi and Terra Luna, how many projects and exchange will come out and we will see like the big bad wolf behind them? How, how many projects will come out and show us that it wasn't what we thought it was? Because every time something like this happens, it's a major step back. But the future still is really clear. If you want to own something digitally nowadays, you have to do it with a smart contract. And a smart contract basically is linked to your wallet and to your person. And if you do, like you said, Queen, like if you do, if you think that they don't have information on you when you purchase and you, when you do transaction, like the data from your wallet is everywhere. And the market leaves it leaves a mark that's very clear. If you want to create a Binance wallet, then you have to put on your IDs and what used to be decentralized isn't anymore. So the correlation here with all of that would be that in the future, I think it's really important to understand that the asset of, an, of a digital, like owning a digital asset will go through a smart contract. Whether you like it or not, you'll have to give ideas. Like with everything that's happening right now, I think they'll want to, like it, we're going to go in a very big vague of uh, transparency in this space and everybody will have to basically be uh, some kind of uh, in some kind of way they'll have to be doxxed um, or like maybe not publicly but at least in the background uh, you'll have to be doxxed because there's just too many scams happening at the moment and it's really just slowing down the, the process the natural things I think that is, is an amazing way to sum it all up um, and I fully agree with you on that um, here, here's my, my, my love for the space comes for the level playing field and open access for all. So I, I never cared about the doxing. I, I, I never cared about giving up my information in, in that regard, in that regard, because, um, I didn't come in to do nefarious things here. Right. So it didn't matter to me. Didn't matter to me. Um, was in a space where where they were asked where they were and it's like this is DeFi. I don't have to tell you that. Well, well, yeah, you're right. I don't have to know any of that information, but it does not mean that any of that information is not already known. Um, and I think that's why it's really going to be a push for understanding what a smart contract is, um, what it can and can't do, and education on the blockchain. Um, and I think trending towards a global school, right? Um, because it has the ability to be international and have access from a smartphone to a desktop, um, you know, or, or, or in a metaverse type setting. Um, and it was really, really, really interesting. Those things that I didn't think about before, especially being a person that, that hoards my privacy um, and my data in that regard. Um, when it comes to, to downloading things and accessing things, man, I'm spending hours reading that terms of use, um, you know, reading that privacy policy because um, you're not entitled to my data, right? You shouldn't be entitled to my data for certain things. That's, that's how I feel. I feel privacy is a fundamental right, and therefore, you shouldn't be entitled to, to, to certain data, right? And then we came into this space, all of us thinking, well, this is DeFi, they're not gathering any information. I can do what I want in this space. And that's not true. 
if you've ever seen your MetaMask say terms of use updated or privacy policy updated, things are changing, things are evolving in this space. And so there is this push now that you need to understand at least the basic concept of what a smart contract is and what it does and what it doesn't do, one, as an investor, and two, as a potential creator in this space. Absolutely. Now you're right. Like, I think it's just, it's a question at some point, like, it's a question of, like, like you said, if you don't come in the space with bad intents, that, that's cool, that's nice. If you want to build a project, like, I've looked a little bit at uh, the CC project, and I think it's really cool because you basically build a project that you seem passionate about, and you have a community that seem passionate about the same things, and then, like, you make some money with that, you build, you have a tokens, you have a tokenomics, you have some ecosystem, and that's just cool. Like I don't see the point of doxing yourself for a project that is your passion and you definitely don't have any bad intentions. But someone who comes and promises the moon to people, if they're not doxed, they're just not trustable. You know, it's just something you don't invest in basically nowadays because We've even seen it like with with youths, basically uh, with the uh, Frank D. Gods and people like even they now they, they he turned it around basically, but he could not uh, engage with this promise he made to all these investors, and it was worth so much money. People invested so much that it became bigger than him, and he he was a bigger person in the fact that like he he stood up and he built and he rebuilt himself eventually and now he's like recognized again as a one of the greats of the space but he had to dox himself for for it to be the cherry on the top like to say that okay he's back now and everything is cool over uh, again so yeah overall i think that credit like it's like at the end of a movie if there's no credential like (laughs) movies even if you never look at it you know that there's people that work on it and i don't understand why people would not say that like i was behind this if they didn't have bad intentions um that being said queen carmen um i really do have to go um i have a meeting in 13 minutes and i have to prepare a little bit but I thank you so much for the time you've given me today. And I thank you also, Vixen and Steezy, for participating in the, in the chat. Thanks so much, Alex, for your time. I really appreciate it. Love the feedback and the insight as well, man. Um, I hope all goes well with your meeting. And I look forward um, to your launch date. Keep us abreast. And, and you're welcome back anytime, buddy. Oh, thank you so much. Let me know whenever you, you want someone to come and speak on. Awesome, awesome, amazing, amazing. Um, what's up? Yo, I am feeling the pink hat, bro. Why are you pimping? Why you come up here pimping that profile? Because now I want it. What project is that? You haven't opened up your <laughs> wallet yet. I was about to say. I need Eve, Carmen. I, I need that. Look at that outfit. Yo, that is pimping hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is the space to be serious. But, the, yo, what... Don't play with me, Kyle. What what project is that? What project that's is little, that, bro? That's a little hotties. Is this oh Mistress my God. Money behind this account? 
Yes. I thought so. I was yeah. like, man, this voice sounds real familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's me, bro. So so how do we get that? Oh, my God, I just went down this rabbit hole. Hold me back, Harvin. Hold me back. Man, um, they look, the, hey, we just talked this. about this, mistress. I'm going to yeah. tell you about this. I'm very bullish on it, and here's why. Not only did they come out during a bear market, it took them 12 days to mint out. Their floor price never dropped below mint. After reveal, the floor price actually went up even higher. They've still never come back under mint. A very strong community. They've maybe been fully minted for a month, and they just dropped their trade store, which uh, you can go to their little like the what, link for their trade store and change some of the trades on your hotties, and you save it, and then you go to OpenSea and refresh your metadata, and your hottie looks different now. And you don't have to pay any extra or anything different for that. You know, you earn points just by holding it. So, I mean, it's kind of a cool little project that they're building out in the bear market. I I, I love the art. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm trying to see it better <laughs> uh, because Twitter only lets you be on your phone. Um, but, yeah, that pin hat is killing it. It's killing it. I'm sorry. It's killing it. And this is why you don't, you don't, you don't ever come in. With anything other than maybe your 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 real photo for me, because now I'm down that rabbit hole. Squirrel, shiny object. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot what we're talking about now, because now I'm gonna go look for this project. Um, so let's 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 get back on track. That you brought up a point though that that I do love. I love the innovation that is hitting the space that's coming out with these PFPs, right? Outside of the utility. It's also about the ability to evolve that PFP that you bought six months ago, a year ago. Now you could dress it out. Now you could do different things with it. And um, unlike a lot of other, like there's some other projects that have trait stores now, but with little hotties, I can remove the traits. So I can go back into the website and take off the hat and take off the glasses and put it back to how it originally was. So, you know, kind of like how you feel for the day, you could make your PFP look, right? It's kind of dope. Yeah. I love that. I do. I do. I absolutely do love that. Um, it's that interactive feel, and we, we were talking about that for ooh, maybe for for maybe a year or so ago, two years ago. We we're talking about interactive NFTs and 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 how that's going to play out in the blockchain. Um, and and I know for me, I am definitely becoming um, a lazy investor when it comes to NFTs. Right. Um, I was excited when I minted my Steezy. Um, I got four of them, man. I went and I just staked that shit and forget it. I hit the max, staked it for the max, and then just forget it, right? Um, and and that's because for me, when I buy based on just the profile picture, um, because I one I love the community or I talk to the team and um, we're really vibing, um, I'm more likely to hold. There are very few NFTs that I bought with the expectation, man, this is going to make me so much money, right? Um, because I don't have time to look at the floor. You kind of have to anticipate it when it comes to NFTs, which is different when it comes to token. Like I could sit and chart watch all day long, zoom in, do that five minutes, 15, zoom out. Um, I could do that all day long. It's a different type of experience when you're doing it as an NFT. And so I just don't, you know, it's, it doesn't work the same for me. So I'm not going to open scene. I'm not refreshing and watching the floor and watching the analytics for it. Right. Um, and I, so I, and for me, I am loving more and more the NFT projects that come out that say, Hey, we're going to make this really simple for you. 
Here's what you get if you stake, right? This is what you earn. This is what the value can be. I like having all of that data up front, right? One of those one of those projects that I bought was um, Betcha Beans on um, Binance Smart Chain. Um, and immediately, I didn't need to do anything. I bought the NFT. When they launched a token, it automatically is staked, and you get so much tokens, and you could pull the value from that. Um, and, and I love the simplicity of it. And I bring that up to say that is also a key to onboarding new people into the space as well, right? Um, because it's simplicity. We tend to be very complicated creatures in this space. When we get to talking, um, you know, we, we, we spit out a lot of jargon. Um, and so people are left wondering, well, what the hell are they talking about? I can't even follow a conversation. Um, but when you create something, and I think Danny says this best with, with, with Dynasty IO, he said, until you make it where your grandmother can do it in a few simple steps, we're not going to have mass adoption. And I believe that. I firmly believe that. And so now that more and more projects that are understanding that that's the temperature of the room, they're making it as easy as possible. And, and that's the beauty for me of NFTs and why they're probably going to outpace crypto. Because a barcode, yeah, when, yeah, a barcode is an NFT. Right. When people really start understanding the use case potential of, of the technology, it's going to blow up. 100%. Outside of the PFP, 100%. 100%. Um, and that's my fascination with it. And that's why every little shiny object I want to mint and own. Um, but I am still watching how it's evolving. How are these creatives? And, and that's what it is, right? These guys are coming up with some stuff, man. Like, okay, so now do not only, like, if you didn't tell me about the utility for it, I wouldn't have gone looking. I just want it because of how it looks, right? Because we're still very much visual creatures in that, expect, um, that extent. And we're still looking for the entertainment value because none of us, really wouldn't maybe an exception of, of quite a few are coming into this space with with financial literacy we do know that we want ownership of our financial freedom but we're not coming into the space with a lot of financial literacy so we don't have the background required to really take a look and, and determine those analytics right we're kind of learning as we go we're picking up on the jargon we're learning as we go we're joining twitter spaces we're asking questions to learn as we go and as a consequence, um, it's hard for us to make smart investment decisions. We're going to go with the hype. And so now that you're seeing more and more projects talking about the educational aspect, um, talking about, hey, this is how you should separate your investment strategy and, and really honing in and doubling down on don't come into this space spending more than you can afford to lose because it's still very high risk. We're still so early. It's still very much a pioneer in this space. But also, this is the future. D the digital economy is not coming. The gig economy is not coming. It's already here. And you so when see you what have they just announced this week that they're doing in certain countries? Like literally limiting ATM withdrawals to $45 a day in an wow. effort to to force people to start using that country's centralized digital currency. Mm. So prepare for that here. Watch you you only gonna be able to pull out five hundred cash a week out of your ATM and then the rest you have to use government. 
digital um, currency or when, when that's what they want to try. Yeah, Warren Buffett um, spoke earlier on in the year. I forgot what month it was. And and he he literally lambasted Wall Street, right? That that's what that's what kind of teed me off when everybody talking about all the bad actors in Web three. I'm like, bro, ain't nobody pulled a bigger scam than the people in Web two. The shit that FTX pulled, Luna, all, all all this other stuff, that's chump change to what's what has happened and continues to happen in Web two. Right. Let's be real. The media out there. Oh, the fear in the market, the fear in the market, bro. Let's get real here. Right. Um, the banking industry, the traditional financial institutions, um, man, they've been pulling this shit for years. Right. They just got the connections not to go to jail for it. Right. So let's be honest with that part of the conversation. And another part of the conversation comes down to Warren Buffett said it um, a couple of months ago. His strategy for the year, and he said it, make sure you own some precious metal. Make sure you have a pile of cash at home because it's coming. And what that coming is, we don't know. We could speculate, but it's coming, right? That push to the digital economy is not a push anymore. It is here, and you've got to be prepared for it. You've got to be prepared for it. So it's it's no longer a conversation of coming into a space and let me see um, how much quick buck I could have. Is that dynamic focus on the technology that it's emerging and the quickest way that you can transmit that information from one place to another, understanding that our resources on this planet is finite. And as we evolve, we have to find new, creative, innovative ways to do things better. That's what the, 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 the purity of what this gig economy can do can do I'm not saying it's doing it yet but what it can do sorry i i um i have to be kind of called him my bad um please feel free to weigh in on that Dranko, vixen kyle carmen i got me effed up on barcodes like, I got stuck on stupid right there, and I was like, oh, back when they thought barcodes were a thing, were they up in a in a community chat talking about this is the future of tracking shit? And, I, you know, it's just, there's so many moments in that we've experienced in our lifetime that I think mimic uh, some of the same sentiments that we're seeing, and it's the early adopted pioneer, the... Um, the growing pains that people have to go through when when we believe in a technology and it really is just that like we have a lot of things that are being built to prove and and test the boundaries of what this technology and coding can do and there are some fundamentals to it and and we're seeing so much come out that that it's just like wow I didn't know it could do that right I mean, even refreshing metadata, doing reveals, like we're always taking a step and, and it's coming from different corners of the space because it's not the same pioneer, you know, hitting an, uh, hitting it the first time and then umping the ante and elevating and hitting it the second time. It's, you know, somebody succeeds off of one move and then, you know, a whole nother entity can come up and say, okay, we, we built upon that and then here there's more. So you got me kind of stuck on, on that as, as I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, and, and it helps me zoom out. It really does. 
Yeah, I think uh, more and more, and 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 I could be absolutely wrong with this, but I really think that NFTs are going to be a, around a lot longer than than tokens, um, if not ultimately replacing it, because of the ease of use that already exists in real life, um, and that's what a barcode does. A barcode is an NFT. Um, and a barcode is not the first NFT. I think somebody did the research on that and they went all the way back to, I think, the 1800s of um, trading cards. Right? Went all the way back to trading cards. Um, so fundamentally, the idea have been around for, for a while. And it's the same thing for the wheel. Don't want to reinvent the wheel. Um, we just want to make it faster, better, um, long-term sustainability. Um, and, and give more utility to it. And that's what I think an NFT can do where a crypto token can't. And I could be absolutely wrong with that because, again, the space moves so quickly and there's just so much, so much emerging um, with all these terrific ideas, all these plethora of geniuses that are just coming out now that they have access to share ideas and, and hopefully build a community and build projects um, to showcase those ideas. That could absolutely change. Um, but I could tell you for me, as of right this minute, I am loving more and more how NFTs are making it so much easier um, to invest without having the complication of having to, to have a master pass in education for financial literacy. Because if you could break it down into bites that I can easily understand. So if I buy this picture, I own this picture, right? I can go into a store and show this picture and I can get a discount on an item in that store. It, it, it's actually that easy for people to grasp the concept because what, we're human. And what does that mean? We're married to our senses. Um, it's all about what we can see, taste, hear, touch, right? Uh, it's, it's all about those things. So it's easier for mass adoption when you're talking about a visual representation of something that's tangible. And that's just my personal opinion. And again, things change very quickly in the space. And so, you know, it, 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 it you know, Tokens as a whole might be able to evolve the same way an NFT is, is, is evolving. But I think that's why um, NFTs have had such an explosive growth within the last two years and why the general public is so captivated by it because it's a visual representation of what the blockchain can be. Um, Vixen, if you if you want to chime on in and give us a wrap up, we're hitting that two hour mark. Um. No, I absolutely agree. It is a definitely a visual. Sometimes you know, like even with music, it's it's a, a, a audio. It's it's something that you know you can actually see, and I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, wrapping up, yeah, definitely. Um, I I was just gonna say I have to run. It's it's time to go pick up my little ones. So I'm like, oh, okay. That's part of my day is, is going back to the IRL and, and running the whole afternoon with them. And they actually run my life. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're just wrapping up 
Um, and thank you so much for spending the time with us. It's been such an engaging conversation. I'm so happy um, that, you know, I was able to share who you are with our audience. I'm going to upload um, this episode to the podcast. Um, but, you know, going back to onboarding and, and, and um, showcasing the history of soca music, um, being from the Caribbean myself, I look very much forward to us building that community and onboarding that community into Web3 because there's so much, so much that that can be built upon and, and, and share worldwide, right? Um, so hopefully we stay in touch. Hopefully you come back. Um, and next time I'm in New York, man, we're, we're, we're doing that real life event together for sure. Oh, yes, absolutely. I am looking forward to that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Dranko, if you're sober. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sober, Dranko, but you're always sober. I'm just teasing. You're always sober. Um, give me give me my give me my steezy update, man. I haven't been able to join all week and, and hear what you guys been up to with smoke protocol. Well, um yeah, I'll leave some alpha here. We uh we got a conversation coming up on the oh let me let me look at my my notes here on the 13th i don't know what today is today's the 8th so in five days we actually have a conversation with a launch pad and we're going to pitch in front of their community um they're known to kind of sell projects out on that same day so we're 50 percent sold out right now and we'll see what happens after the fifth basically a dow vote you put Dranko on stage hopefully the people like what they hear we'll see i love that i love that um hey carmen i know you're doing well on your degen project send me some eth because i think steezy's are still 0.02 (laughs) i think steezy's are still 0.02 and you earn what is it 10 10 tokens a day yeah Ten per yeah. NFT per day, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I, we have uh, like seventy percent staked here, or some some absolutely. Yeah, I know something crazy like that, right? Like just about, Insight. yeah. It's like point zero 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 something that's actually listed, um, on OpenSea. So so yeah, Carmen, I, I I know you hit it big somewhere, man. I need to own some more. Um, <laughs> I, I just turned into Red Nose Inu for point oh five and pulled out a whole Ethereum. That's a fatty. Oh my gosh! I know. Why? Why am I not in these conversations, Dranko? <laughs> well, I got you. I got you on the next one for sure. Yeah. Why are we not in it? Uh, uh, wait. How's the How's the DGen channel in in the Discord? Is that up and running? Uh, no, not yet. We're you know we had the conversation with you. Um, we're getting there because right now, like, I'm flipping money, but I also get that alert. And by the time I'm sending out the alert, you know how it is. Like, Yeah, it goes quickly. Yeah, it does. So trying to figure out a very efficient way to make it happen and, and make sure that everybody else is getting paid too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, here, here's, here's the thing. I think this is this is my wrap-up. And, and Kyle, if you want to um, chime in on anything, um, by all means, all means, feel free. Um, since that project that you're pimping so hard – is sold out. Um, maybe one can um, show up in my wallet. I'll trade you my tribe for it. I'm only playing. I'm only playing. I'm only playing. Um, my, not my playing. Queen, she's no, not my playing. queen is never leaving my wallet. My, my tribe X. Yeah, no, she's never leaving my wallet. 
Um, Kyle knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, she's never leaving my wallet, straight up. Um, y- you know, I think we you can all grab come one in. of these for like 0. 0.04. 0.04? Oh, that's not yeah. bad. No, nah, mint price was only 0. 0.025 when they launched it. They're really affordable mint. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. I like it. I'll definitely check it out. It's worth it for the outfit alone, man. Um, <laughs> it really is. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, when, when, when you talk about Web3, whether you're new to the space, exploring the space, been here a while, OG, whatever classification, um, it's about community. Um, and it's about how it makes you feel. I think Alex was very much on point of that. It's the reason why people buy things and they hold, um, even though they know a part of the a part of them know that there's re- no real value to it. But but that's not true, because value um, is not only monetary. It's not only monetary. If you are part of a community that makes you feel good, if you are part of a community. Um, that adds value to to who you are, if you're part of a community that validates you, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, it's an important part to what makes this space so unique because you can't have the market cap and the floor without an active, engaged, committed community. And if you're not building that first, if you're not actively trying to grow that, if you're not actively trying to share that idea, that vision, that mission with others, then you're doing it wrong. And that's not an opinion, that's a fact. The best proof of what you just said that I can think of is literally Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. It started as nothing but no utility. It was a joke. It was literally just their community that grew it to where it is. Facts. You don't need a roadmap. You don't need, I mean, you do, but none of that is as important as a good, strong community. Yeah. 100, 100%, 100%. Um, And so while you may see a trend of down numbers in Discord, does not mean that your community is not still actively engaged. It just means that you have to find a new way to connect with them. Um, Discord is very stagnant. Um, you have to be committed to the screen um, to respond to the people that you engage in there. Um, but I have absolutely been in love with Twitter spaces because I could be on a Twitter space and still be working. I could be listening into my latest update and still be working. I could be doing so much. Um, and still be participating with my Web3 family. Um, and that's why I absolutely love Twitter Spaces. It is the freedom of movement that Discord currently does not offer, right? Um, and that's why I think there's been down numbers for people joining Discords, but it's not a true representation of how successful a project actually is. So keep building. Keep building your communities. Um, I would keep like collaborating. To... I think a, a great alternative to a Discord for a project to, to look at using would be to uh, create their own subreddit and you know have their community on its own subreddit 
and then you know with the things that reddit's working towards i think it, there's that's going to come to a point where even communities on subreddits can be token gated well i might have to look into that you're like the third person that 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 has said to me hey um you need to be looking at at reddit again um yeah i'm gonna definitely look into that i'm gonna look into that carmen you want to give a wrap-up I think Carmen says that's it for me. I'm going to go back to eating my pancakes. I'm here. You know what? The fact that I ate breakfast is like a whole nother level for me today. So I'm ready to take on the day now. But we are always here every Thursday at this time, hanging out and bringing to the stage new people that we meet in this space that we absolutely admire, that we find as good players and collaborators in this space. So We hope you enjoyed hanging out with us and that you come back next week. And if you haven't already, make sure that you check out every single speaker that took stage today and follow them because it's for free. And we love each other. And that's how we connect. And that's how you'll find them in other spaces talking about the things that they love. And that's how we meet new friends on Twitter. That's just how it works. All right. So, Mistress, thank you so much for always leading the way in these great conversations and bringing your friends. And we'll be back next week because I got more friends who have launched in the market that we're bringing to stage to tell us about how the hell do you do that when nobody's around to do shit so guys it's always a pleasure to hang out with you steezy give me like a soundboard right he was on the ready i love every single one of you you'll catch me flying around but mistress and i are actually going to spend the rest of our day hanging out with people that we met over in the miami conferences and finding out what they're building what they're doing and how we can come together as a community to support so if you're doing fantastic things like that too, tweet us and tag us and let us know what you're up to because together we rise wog me mentality y'all Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's grow together, people. Have a great one.